One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Another week, you are listening to the Thinker Girls Pod channel. I'm Stacey June. And I am Christy Mercer. And we're bloody glad that you're here to kick off a new week. Hello. Yes, welcome. This is the pod channel where we, Mercer and I, yeah. drop all kinds of shows. Uh, today's a catch-up, so we're focusing on our life. This week, we are dropping uh, different episodes on guest lives. And of course, we get to your life at some point as well. The 411 drops generally about a Thursday as we wrap up the week and see what you guys and the world is talking mm. about that we're we're interested in really. Yeah, it's kind of like a pop culture talking about movies, music, you know, celebrity kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, as Stay said, your lives too. So if there's something that's on your mind, we love it when you guys send us, I don't know, maybe doesn't have to be a huge problem but it can just be something you're thinking about that you want some advice on or help to work through and we ask our guests often when they come in yes you know they, can you help out like, old if, mate if we feel like they've got something to add yeah, you know we I mean? won't do it just for the sake no. of it. Uh, tomorrow's show features Georgia Love. She pops by the pod studio to have a chat with us. And I think you guys are going to love the chat. It is really, I know a lot of a lot of the stories have got out and she's shared a little bit about losing her mum and her relationship with Lee through that time. But we really digged into how their relationship was far from ideal, obviously, from the grief she was going through with her mum. But what that means at the beginning of a relationship mm. when most other people around the globe are going through a honeymoon period they went through probably the worst thing that you can go through as a human is it's, to lose a parent it's not something that I've ever ever really heard her talk about either and she, she really not, yeah not in that not way. in that depth but she really really opened up she's a very cool chick we love like, her. just very I don't know she just feels like someone like if she lived around the you know close to us I'd be texting her be like what's going on Do you yeah, just want to go for a walk she just feels familiar she does in a and really she's nice very, way she's very warm her she mum is. did something very very right there yeah. she also opens up about how it wasn't an easy road for her to get back into reporting news reporting after the bachelorette so make sure you tune in and she'll be there to give our posse member a helping hand on Wednesday's show all right I want to talk about uh the word misses, and I've got a bit of a confession to make straight off the bat. Oh, God. Okay. If you had have asked me two years ago and I had have seen somebody say... I'm smiling because yeah, I know what you're going to say. I know. I had have seen somebody call their girlfriend their missus. Mm, gross. I would have been like... <laughs> I still am. It's so rank. And the first time, Ben, I heard him do it and I don't think he'd ever thought he would ever say it in front of me. Because I just think he detected that that's where I was at. Well, I'm surprised that he even said it, whether you're there or not. Yeah, I think for him, it sometimes will those kinds of things will slightly come out at work with a few people that he'll mm, hang around with because okay. um, other people will say it and then they'll all be in the same environment because he's not really a blokey group no. kind of guy. All of his friends are quite individual. It's quite feminine, actually. He's mm. over there in little individual mm. catch-ups and there's like him and a couple of really good mates, but... That's about it. And so the most pack kind of mentality is more work. Mm -hmm. So he's telling me a story about work and then told me how he was telling everybody there. Sure, yeah. And he was like, and then I said, my missus said this and this is and whatever. And then I heard it and I, and I kind of, <laughs> my face like screwed up and I responded and I was like, 
and I didn't say anything because I was like, he's not the guy that I need to screw my face up at. Like that's the funny thing about Ben. I think for so long when my exes or other people I've heard call it, it felt different. Like it felt like a different meaning almost. Mm. And because there's so much trust there and I know that Ben doesn't see me as a token person, wasn't really a worry. But I still felt weird by it because I was like, like you said, I didn't pick him to be a guy that would ever say that. Mm. Anyway, I can't quite remember where it was, but it came up again, maybe three weeks ago, roughly, I reckon. And this time I liked it. (gasps) Hang on. Did he, did he say it to you or about you while you were there, obviously, because you'd heard it? Oh. Was I there? Well, you must have been. I was there, but I wasn't in the conversation. Okay, okay, okay. So again, it was like telling... Oh my God, you liked it. It was like... No, that's right. That's right. He was on the phone yeah. saying, I'm at I'm with my missus's friend or I don't know where we were. I was explaining what was happening. And then I oh, was wow. like, I don't know if I... It wasn't like I... I don't know. I don't know what came over me. And it, it really made me think about... I mean, I'm not changing my name. Like that's... That's not happening. So you're like, I like as in your surname when yes. you get married. But yeah. I am going to get married. That's happening. I'm engaged, right? So I guess there has been a shift to some degree, as we all know, that we've covered on this very show. And you can go back to the old episodes about how I didn't even really think I would get married. Mm-hmm. We'll put them in show notes. Mm-hmm. But then I first episode of the year, I announced that I'm engaged. So I guess slowly but surely you transition to become more open to things that you don't and you change. And the difficult thing for us is that we have a whole fucking show to <laughs> hold you accountable. Yeah, motherfucker. exactly. Yeah. Or not accountable, but just have to that showcases your changes. Mm. People can just leave them in the past and move on. And I think that plays in my mind a little bit sometimes with like, oh my God, I, as it, I would never have liked that. But I just to hone in on that mentality. And I just was so interested in myself as to why that has changed in me and why why that became something that made me feel comforted rather than offended by. And, wh- and why do you think that is? Because circa a couple of months ago, the same guy said the same thing and you were like, hmm. And then a couple of weeks ago did the same thing and the reaction was different. Maybe it's because at the beginning I still probably had a front on where I was and I wasn't, you know, trust doesn't come instantly and we're still building that trust we're still babies in terms of a relationship so early days you're so obsessed with each other and there's so many great things pointing to the right direction of where you want to go you want the same things things are singing and you're like okay I finally found someone but that doesn't mean you instantly get this you know big just big kind of protection of trust around you that doesn't happen instantly that takes time and Mm. and we've learned that the hard way I think because we fell in love so quickly you kind of think that stuff comes with it instantly and what we've learned is we had a big fall for each other but then we there were things that take time and Mm. will continue to take time so I think that's why I reacted like that because my walls weren't completely down at that point, even though they felt like they couldn't be any further broken down. But then I also thought maybe it was about moving into becoming a wife. Maybe. and Because when you first said it, you weren't engaged, were you? No. No. Yeah, okay. So no. maybe like there's actual meaning behind being called the missus or my missus. Yeah, whereas before, Whereas before, I don't know, it actually – is not true because you uh, technically you're not his missus. So Miz 
is a product of a woman by the name of Sheila Michaels, who was a feminist who campaigned tirelessly, 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 tire, tire, say it again, tirelessly, tirelessly, 56 years ago to try and get the word Ms. <laughs> Can you explain why, what was her issue with Mrs. and Miss? Like well, why, why couldn't she be called Miss? Mrs. kind of refers to a younger girl and Mrs. refers to a married woman. So when the fuck do you change, well, like, am I a Miss or am I a Miss? You would technically, if we're going by, you know, these fancy standards, I think you would be a Miz. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bro, because I've been lying on forms and shit because I constantly well, yeah. put Miss. Well, you've also got your date of birth on the same form, so I'm, I think you're fine. I don't think you're going to get interrogated. But it was done as a feminist move. That wow. Miz stands for associating the title with maiden aunts. You know, and sorry, no. Then time on moved Miz to being kind of that spinster vibe, which is why I think a lot of people don't like to be associated with it. Because for me, when I first came out of my relationship, like a big one that I had in my 20s, I didn't want to write Miz because I kind of thought in my head it was like a woman that had never wanted to be in a relationship again. There was something really, and I think that is really closely derived to that old school picture of what we say, you know, a feminist that burns their bras looks like. And talk to me about whether on a form you'd ever put Miz. Or were you, always, were you always miss when you was before you met Ben? With it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's interesting because now moving into misses, uh, I mean, that's even weird in itself because it's just a bizarre thing that I don't think any of us really understand what all of them mean. I mean, misses is quite clear. But then for me, as a person in the past that would have, more associated with someone like Sheila Michaels that made a point to try and have your own identity and won't be changing her name. I think it's interesting, you know, that you... I'm surprised that the missus thing has grown on me. It's weird, isn't it? Because you, if you were ever to refer to Ben as your mister, which I don't think you... Oh, do you ever? But how interesting. They are always mister. There's never anything else. No, there is. There's master. Yeah, till you're 10. (laughs) Like you are Mr. There at 11. Ma- there is master. You are 11, you're Mr. And on bank forms usually that come through with your bank statement with your dollar mites over accounts. Exactly. Yeah, I feel you. But but it's interesting because is that why the is that why the male population is never offended or even has a mere thought process around being referred to as Mr. because you're always Mr.? That's right. They were never categorized. Well, they never were categorized. The reason that there's titles is because women were segregated into compartments oh that would make you sense were single or married that the, would the yeah. end that would make sense why people are offended because it's like it's your you have you have to change your identity and your name once you then technically become a man's property yes yes right. yes okay. yes um so that's that's the interesting part about it and i think it still surprises me till this day and i know we've covered the name change thing at length on you know on this podcast and on the radio show but i had a girlfriend that um changed her name I don't know on Facebook probably last mm, week mm. and it still jilted me mm. it really did hang on so can I interrupt so will you then become Mrs. Stacy June yeah even though your last name's still the same yeah shit do you have to do like a full license redo and all that nah I don't th- nah I don't think so I don't well nah I just will change it to that <laughs> 
because I got married. That's and then so, I won't change yeah, my name right. at all because all it will say is it'll be clear that I'm married and that'll just be easier for just shit that I have to do at the bank, really. When am I ever writing, even on contracts we sign, I'm not writing Mrs. Mrs. No. So it's just more for that formality. And then I keep my actual name. So that's a good balance for me. I think. And that's what I've realized I've found. That's a good place to be. Finding more balance in, you know, not being so close to everything, but also not, I don't know, saying no to something for the sake of it. Oh, I still don't like the word though. I still am freaked by it. Nah, I don't. This is what I think as well is a bit different in the way that I used to feel about it to now. It's Ben calling me that. Mm, True. And when I feel like. I've never been with anybody that I feel more respected and empowered in my feminism and in who I am. Like, I mean, that is what he loves about me. That is like my fiery, kind of opinionated, loud, passionate person that's all about chicks and rights and that activist. He loves it. He laughs at it. So when you kind of, I think... I never really truly thought I would ever meet anyone to this level. I was always like, someone's going to be fine with it, it's me. But I think deep down I was still like, they'll be fine, but there'll be times I'll push buttons or something. Mm. Like I'll always be that little bit of, as my, you know, like the guys I used to hang out with call me a handful or be rowdy, you know. So when he says it, it doesn't mean, it doesn't have that, connotation with those dickhead blokes that say it like they own something well I think that's the reason that a lot of people like me and like you back in the day would have gone oh because it's like I think about the type of stereotypical dude that would say me missus oh yeah fucking the old ball and chain me missus you know like oh me missus is ringing shut you know (laughs) keep quiet in there boys gotta fucking you know let her know I'll be home in five that's what yeah it's that sense of Ownership, the and ball I feel and like, but the word misses itself has this connotation of yeah, exactly the ball and chain, the fun police, the you know I've got a I've got to play down you know because she's the person that's going to bring me down to kind of end oh. the end this party, yeah, it's the party ender, yeah, it's yeah, the ruiner, yeah. the misses is the, the ruiner. ruiner. <laughs> So it's interesting, like we were only talking about this on the potty last week when you um, were asking me about the boob job or whatever uh, in the 411 episode when you're like, it's so much about your energy or your intention around the way you say it, not so much the word itself. And I've never in my life heard a single person, not just guys, but anybody say the word misses and then not have a negative connotation around the way they say it it's true and you know what early days in my relationship too and still to this day because I came from a real broken family I'm looking for problems I'm looking to try and catch them before they get up so in the past I would have even been like that's made me feel uncomfortable but I've learned to let it go and trust Ben that's where that trust is kind of growing Mm -hmm. you know where you're like no bitch this guy's legit <laughs> he can say what he wants as long as it's not that you're a, which he would, you know he'd never call me bad names so it's like that is just crap that's your past stories or your past experiences which as you pointed out are many of them and the majority mm. but that uh that i guess protection and fear is not needed here you'd never start saying missus would you um, about who <laughs> myself about your friends or something you're like, oh, my mate's missus, uh, blah, blah, blah. My mate's no. You know what I mean? Like if you're talking about a male friend of yours or like, no. your bro- oh, my brother's missus or, you know, something like that. And let's get this straight. Like this whole conversation started because Ben said it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we've made a 20-minute combo out of it. Life. <laughs> 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, today I want to bring to the table, because this is the catch-up about what's on our minds, and I've been thinking about this, in particular this past week actually, about how since becoming single, A, I have more friends yes. than I used to, and B, the existing friendships that I've had are way deeper and way better than they've ever been when I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I just feel... Especially this last week, like I said, I just feel a bit loved up. I feel like Mm. when you first meet a guy and you've got those feels where you're just like, all you want to do is when you're around them is touch them a little bit. And skip. Huh? Oh, no, just me. Skip around? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't can't remember. Do you have you physically skipped? Oh, often. Or just a fit? Nah, don't think. Nah, don't. You know that hill near my house, the back of my house. Yes. If you walk into Gordon's Bay, and then you come back. Don't into the tell path. me you skipped up when you met I Ben. I skipped down that. No, no, I skipped down that way before I met Ben. I'll skip all the time. Oh, would you? Yeah, sometimes it's a, quite dangerous skipping downhill. Is not. I was going to say shit. It's a fairly not, steep hill. Not the smartest move. And you're getting thongs from the beach too. Long. No, dude, I'll go for a walk. Uh, okay, well, I can't say I'm much of a skipper. Okay, but. Sure. Emotionally, I'm skipping. Yeah, right. Because I just feel like I'm in this place where, and even when I see my friends, I just feel like, you know, when you're in that new space of a relationship and you're loved up and you're like going supermarket shopping and it's fun as fuck. Mm. Like you could be filling up your car with petrol and you're like, this is the best. Oh, yeah. Because they're in the car. And then when I come back and buy them the two for one Freddo, they're just going to beam at me. And all you want to do is touch them, like touch their elbow, like touch. I've been doing this and I'm. I guess I'm a pretty tactile kind of person anyway, but I just feel even my mate noticed it last night when we were out for dinner. She's like, you're very touchy, aren't you? And I was like, I think I kind of always have been, but I feel overwhelmed. Like when I'm around my friends lately, all I want to do is hug them and touch them, put my arm around them and just be like, I think you're awesome. I love you. Or like, fuck. And I said this last night, I just said, oh, guys, I'm so happy. (laughs) And they're like, it's the best. I'm like, no, 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 no. But seriously. What did they say back? Because I know that there's no doubt that, that you guys don't all love each other. But are they as happy or are you newly single and they're no, like... No, they're, they're vibing the it. They're yeah, really vibing it. Because they all agreed when I just said, shit, we've got a good life. We're very, we're very lucky, aren't we? Like to have the friendships that we have and I don't know, just to be able to be like let's go down and have dinner or let's mm. do this or let's go. The b- I just am in this place where I'm looking around with love hearts in my eyes a mm. little bit going, wow, I'm, I'm one of those people now that can call up a mate and then be like, hey, what are you doing in an hour? Mm. I've never been that girl mm. and I've never, I feel a bit like surprised at, I didn't expect to feel emotional about it, but I don't know that I've ever 
felt like I've been that person or would have the ability to be that person. Mm. To call up and be like, bro, have you got anything in the fridge? My meat's gone off. Can I come around? But I see the thing is I think that when people get into adult life, not many people are those people. And I think for a long time I grieved not having that because I too lived away around the country for a bit. But now after all these years, I've learned that a lot of my mates are in Melbourne and they don't live around the corner. Mm. To get across the fucking mm. river, mm. you're 45 minutes and no one wants to do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there is this thing, particularly from my age group, mm. where life goes on a bit and you aren't able to just meet in an hour. Mm. And it's, it, is, it, it is a reality that is, I wouldn't say sad, things change, but all I would say is this point of time even though you've said I've never had that, a lot of people don't, but also it might not last forever. So it Mm. is such a magic time because, yeah, it's just incredible that you've got friends that are all in the same place, but then in the same area. It's kind of... In your late 20s, early 30s, it's it's pretty rare. Because I was trying to think about why. You know, before I brought this topic today and I've been thinking about it over the last few days I'm like why is it that my friendships feel improved or why is it that I feel like I've got more friends mm. now that I could I could send out a what's going on for the weekend message to say 10 people now mm. whereas I reckon literally 12 months ago mm. I might message you mm. maybe one other person mm, who's been cut yeah so that like literally that yeah. would be it you know yeah and I was like why is it is it that I've got more time I think yes I think part of it is that. Mm. But I also think part of it is allowing myself to be seen as and wanting to be seen as an individual. And I think for a really long time I hid behind this. And you've said it before and I think it's true. I think part of me was like worried that my ex didn't have much of a network so I was constantly trying to involve him in my network so mm. even if it was dinner with the girls old mate would be there mm. even though he'd be like no just you go out with the girls and I'd be having this sense of guilt of being like no 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 you come along you know blah blah mm. and there's a level of conversation that you can have because all of my mates were very good friends with my ex and you know that went both ways but there's a level of conversation that you're having with your mates when your partner's there yeah. Even if you're all open and you're all mates and you've known each other for 10 years, unless which was the case. But unless you're also really heavily a couple friend. Do you know what I mean? Like where you – because some relationships do evolve as, you know, the two guys get along just as much. That's the only exception I think to the rule is mm. that when you – because, you know, we – back in the day I remember that there was two – a guy and a girl – and a guy and a girl and I was equally as good mates with her and my ex was as equally as good mates with the guy, that's the only time where yeah, I feel like right. it's really deep and See, you well, open up like you would at home. I didn't really have – I haven't really had many of those. Yeah, all the friendships that I'm speaking about, yeah. That, it's the only yeah, exception. Kind of existed which before. Which is kind of the dream. And I – right, I've had two experiences in the last six months since being single where I've really just gone far out. I'm so grateful – for being where I'm at right now. And mm. that is firstly a mate's wedding. Um, there was a girl that, you know, I've known since kind of high school and our kind of 
friendship group of say around eight or so chicks or whatever and most of us girls as you said are in a very similar place Mm. one's got married and had a baby and the other just got married and the rest of us are all single Mm. which is pretty rare i think for chicks in their late 20s early 30s so yeah pretty rare pretty rare so amazing okay so after this wedding right and my ex was invited to this and there wasn't really even part of me that was like oh no like on my own because i knew that majority majority of my mates are going to be there and we're all going to be having a champagne on the d4 together which we did and after that the couples went home and the other chicks that were in the bridal party went back there and there were four of us and I felt so proud because I kept saying I'm like new to this club and I kept being like the single gals what's the single gals doing we're single bitches like in photos I'd be like it's the single bitches you know like I'm just like, backhand. I'm fraught but yeah. I know but I'm just in this place where I'm like it's the best I'm excited yeah. by it right because it's it still be so contagious. new yeah, yeah and then I was because they all have been single for a lot longer than yeah, I have yeah. right so they're probably like shut the fuck up but I was like whoa what are we doing now you know like and after the wedding we all put on our jammies and like scrubbed our faces and makeup and we sat on the couch for two hours after this wedding and opened another bottle of Prosecco and we're sitting there with chips like just chewing the fat and I was like I had this moment where I was like I've never had this experience I've never been to a wedding or a kind of big occasion where everybody's there and I'm not going home with my boyfriend and I think this is a really big reminder for those of you that are sitting and going home after that wedding and having a fight on the way home, yeah, yeah. wondering if you're going to be proposed to, wondering if he's the right guy. Then when you get home, the light's turned off and you don't really talk because you know deep down that this isn't right. This is what you can work towards getting. And, mm. I, you know, I think so many of us are scared of what the outside is and the other side. But, Merce, you are a testament to how incredible the other side can be and I I just think it's really important for those of you listening unsure it takes a bit of work Mm. and not everyone's going to land into this same position to have their best mates from high school in the same place but you will find your single soldiers like you will find people after the wedding Mm. if you put yourself out there and you open your heart to say what are we doing now and I promise you you know is somebody that probably was one of the longest single girls and there'd be people come and going from the single like yeah. the pocket from the single bitches you group. need people to be like <laughs> what do we do like you yeah. need that energy sometimes so i just think it's really important to also know that that's the that this is the other side yeah. of a lot of hard work but but i think it is possible it's not it, it's better to be this than to be that picture that I, I just that explained. Because I was that picture for a while. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think, think we've all been. We've yeah, all been yeah. in a shitty relationship and you've left a wedding and gone, because weddings, I think, also make you, oh, you're standing there and you're listening to the vows and you're thinking about what would my vows be or can I see myself up there? You know, like, do, would I want to get married? Is this the person I want to? My mate so has you start, explained You start weddings. thinking about that in your own life, you know, with your own yeah, partner. He has said that weddings are by far the most self-centred event <laughs> anyone can throw. And not just self-centred for the bride. Yeah. Self-centred for every fucking guest there. Yeah. Everyone is evoked. The, your heart is open because regardless of whether you you know are happy for the bride or groom you know them well you don't know them well love celebrating love is a nice thing all humans really genuinely enjoy it so then your heart is open so then comes the questions yeah you question totally totally it's so full-on yeah but it's a good it's a good thing because the last wedding that i went to with when i was in a relationship at the time i was having all of those 
questions mm. and it's yeah it's a weird place to find yourself asking those things when a second ago you know like you from the outside and from your brain you're so sure you're like oh well obviously we've been together all this time i've already mm. planned out the wedding in bali mm. like this is you know what i mean like mm. you're attached mm. so then to actually even have a thought process and vocalize in your brain like not even vocalize it out loud but just to have that your own um inner dialogue say mm. could this not even this can't but could this or is this right or it's a full-on it took me years to ever kind of get to but you know what and as you said it's hard and seriously the last six months of my life the two things that I think I defined myself as most which was oh I'm the radio girl that works in you know oh you got a cool job cool you're the radio girl you know and secondly you're your person you're you someone else your job and then you read about the paper and that <laughs> you're the relationship girl cool it's like since i've been like a teenager mm. you're the, and both of those things in this space is six months actually within the same week i felt like we're stripped away and it's been so fucking terrifying and so lonely mm. and there's a lot pretty dark at some times mm. where i'm like who am I? Like, what am I doing? Mm. Like, what is my life? Like, mm. everything that I thought about myself and about where I'd be and what I wanted to do and what lights me up and who makes me happy, all of that's gone. I just feel like I'm standing naked looking at myself in the mirror again. But what a, a fucking magic thing to be able to be in a place where to, you you're dream. able to ask yourself and, and create. You can, you can choose any outfit to create. put on the naked body. Oh, and I'm putting on sparkles. Oh, very actually. good. Very good. Oh, because you know I said that to the second mate's wedding that I was staying at her house with oh, her, yeah. f- with her family. Jeez, you've been challenged. No, there was two weddings, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And the second one was staying with her family, her sister, all of their kids, blah blah blah. And we're there for a week. It was intense. There was like six kids under four at one point, and we were hung over after the hens. Mm. There's a lot, you know, mm. where I was like, and there were only a couple times where I was like, am I ever stepping the mark? Like, should I, you know, like maybe this is just a family thing and then I was like shut up you know like got over it like mm. I'm here because she wants me to be here mm. and I, I we're having this DNM and I said to her I'm like there's no way if I was in a relationship I would have had this level of family this sense of like connection and mm. sense of family with you if I was staying in a service department 50 meters up the road mm. it doesn't matter mm. if I would have gone oh I'm gonna pop up to me's and just mm. have dinner you you know go play golf with the boys tonight it's not the one-on-one time it's not the no. time it's this sense of like I'm here and I've I don't know and I've and I as fucked and as hard and whatever as it's been I just said to her, I'm like, I would genuinely not change this for the world. No like, way. And it is interesting because the relationships, you always used to look at my friendships and be like. Yeah, always. But I think you had them. Like a lot of these people haven't come into your life. They're the same people in your life. You've just gone deeper. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. you've got some newbies, but overall it just also shows you they were always there. It's just that you weren't as open. Mm. So good times. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's true. Just having a teary over here. Again. <laughs> Before when you were like, oh, God, I'm so surprised I'm emotional. I wanted to say something, but I thought it wasn't the time. <laughs> I was well, like, why are you surprised you cry at everything? Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, what a surprise. Yeah, Do you reckon God, I cry more than I used to? I think I've always cried this always much. Always cry. <laughs> always such a crier. <laughs> Do you know that I, I bawl my eyes out just on the phone to my grandma? 
She's like, hello, how are you? And I just cry because I'm just, I love her so much. (laughs) I pretend the phone's breaking up. Oh, yeah, she wouldn't have any of it. She She knows. Nah, she's different with me now. Is she? Yeah. She gets emotional She's open, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about grandma another day. (laughs) Like we can talk about it, but we've yeah, got to we finish this show. Uh, tomorrow's show, Georgia Love joins us. Uh, we're very excited for you to hear that chat we had with her. It's it's really, really open and we absolutely adored talking to her about her early days relationship with Lee and getting back into reporting. Also what she thinks about the Bachelorette and Bachelor mm, franchise, so I guess, now after all the Sophie Monk stuff. Um, but yeah, if you want to give us a review, share the podcast. So many of you are sharing with besties and some of you have been really persistent. We're getting messages a lot these days on Instagram from people saying, oh, fuck, my friend really pushed me, pushed me, pushed me. Then I finally listened. Whoa, yeah. I'm in. You Welcome, know. So guys. please stay persistent with your friends. Um, we also appreciate all of your support around us introducing ads onto our show and onto our channel. All you know, It was unanimous in everybody supporting that we need to be paid and do all of that, and it's early days for us. But I just, from the bottom of my heart, I just mm. felt so supported by the posse and our community that we've built, um, and I just wanted to share how incredibly grateful I am for that. We love you guys. Yeah, we do. Uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Bye. You know what our fave time of the week is? That is when we get to go live with you, our posse, and chat about whatever you guys want. We absolutely love going live on Facebook, but you'll only get notified that we're online if you follow us, the Thinker Girls on Facebook. Yeah, we get to say hello to you, give you guys an update on hashtag our lives, and answer the questions that you've been dying to ask us. So once a week, make sure that you hang in on the Thinker Girls Facebook page to find out when you can find us. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 